Welcome to Tony's Take Podcast. Yeah, welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast. Right, Andy? Can't you just dig it? This is episode 65 of Tony's Take Podcast Sports. 65, Medicare eligible. Oh, Medicare eligible. I am Sean, and joined with me, as always, we've got Tony. What's going on? And off-road Andy, the Medicare expert. Yeah, I mean, that's my that's my life, is Medicare, so yep. he, I had to talk about it. That's his middle name. So as you may imagine, this is our sports pod. We also do an entertainment pod. Make sure you check that out as well. Be sure and subscribe. We're on iTunes, you know, the good stuff, as you always hear. Tell your friends. Share us around. Let's get this train rolling. Yeah, let's stop lying to the audience. You just told them it's a sports pod. We have not said the word or talked about sports at all yet. Why? Let's get into it then. Why? We just guy. went a whole 90 seconds wasting their time. Did we? We had to tell them what we're... Tony, you're the sports guy here. Let's get it. Come yeah, on. Yeah, all right. Take well, it away, sports guy. Obviously, right now in the summer is usually the dull period of uh, sports, but this is one of those lucky years where we get the World Cup on, which even people that don't like soccer are always still tuning in or find themselves watching or... What? We pretend. Yeah, people, exactly. Especially out here in the U.S., they don't really like it as much. Some like it more than others. I actually happen to very much so enjoy it. But anyway, with that said, last week we gave you a good update on the pools, and now we're going to give you even more of an update. And we've already had eight teams advance to the knockout stages, the single elimination games, and we'll get to there. We'll get there. But anyway, Group A has come to an end with Uruguay and Russia advancing out of it, knocking out Saudi Arabia and Egypt. Both those teams, just the entire were the dominant teams. I mean, Egypt didn't even win a game. And Egypt let their coach go today. Yeah, I mean, they Dude. did not look good at all. Really and embarrassing even losing to Saudi Arabia because they're definitely Yeah, Saudi Arabia them. wasn't even favored in that game. Egypt was actually favored in just terrible World Cup for Egypt. But uh, anyway, Russia and Uruguay were the clear-cut better teams in that pool, so no surprise so there. The year of Russia. Yeah, you never you know. You got Ovechkin. You yeah. got Donald Trump still in office. <laughs> And now <laughs> Russia's going to uh, the, 16. The sweet, yep, the yeah. final 16. And then also we got in Group B, Spain and Portugal move on. But it was actually pretty close. Iran and Morocco were the other two in it. Morocco actually drew Spain in the final game for whatever that's worth to people. But Iran actually, they gave a fight. If they, they were close to beating Portugal, they got a late penalty kick and then had a goal come literally inches away from scoring if they would have scored that it would have been iran moving on and portugal being the lone team out so uh but unfortunately those were the two teams everybody expected to come out of that bracket yeah, i think they're um iran is really developing a athletic program like, yeah it they, seems like in a they, lot of different sports they've literally the come Olympics, from like they've... like just nothing like a very they were even talking about how they that team has struggled to get like equipment and they struggled to have like teams even want to come to them to play at their stadium and stuff and Honestly, to come within inches of moving on to the uh, to uh, the knockout stages with a group that had Spain and Portugal, and it is honestly really impressive. That team just plays. You could tell that's one of those teams that play with their hearts. They play very tough, and they were very outskilled in that in those games. But they didn't let that stop them from having very good games. All the game. I mean, they drew Portugal. They beat Morocco, and they tied, uh, or they only lost by one to Spain. So I mean, they played some very tough teams. Very good. And then in Group C, we have France and Denmark advancing, which was expected. Peru and Australia. Peru played some good soccer, but they were just never able to find the, the back of the net. They 
Yeah, I saw it was their first uh, win. They beat, did they beat Australia? They beat today? Australia this morning. First win since the 70s? Yeah, I believe it, yeah. They, uh... But anyway, yeah, they, uh... Moved, I mean, uh, they got eliminated. France and Denmark move on. France was the clear-cut favorite to win that pool, and they did with seven points. And then uh, Group D was... Uh, <clears throat> This is the last of the groups that have had teams advance, and it was Croatia going 3-0, and advancing with nine points, and then Argentina snuck by on a last-minute goal this afternoon. They scored a goal in the 86th minute to defeat uh, Nigeria 2-1, to and had that game stayed tied, Nigeria would have actually been the team to move on since Croatia had beat Iceland 2-1. Uh, to but Argentina, you know, it's funny. You get a team like that that honestly did not play good at all so far in this tournament. And now they, they're alive, and they're a team that's going to be dangerous. I mean, they've got superstars on that team with Messi and Aguero and Higuain, and we'll see what happens. I mean, now it's just a knockout stage. Now it's just, you know, one win and you move on. So it'll definitely be uh, exciting for uh, to see what they can do. And then now the last four groups we got. Brazil, Switzerland, Serbia, Costa Rica, with Brazil and Switzerland both tied with four points, and Serbia sitting with three. Now, Serbia, the only problem with that is that they have to face Brazil tomorrow. Yeah. And I don't see Brazil losing to them. I mean, anything could happen. Crazier things have happened. But I think Switzerland is going to be sitting pretty right now because Serbia most likely won't beat Brazil, and that'll ease, and that should make it so Brazil and Switzerland are the two teams that uh, advance in that bracket. <clears throat> And then here's a bracket that's been exciting so far. You got Mexico, Germany, Sweden, South Korea. With Mexico 2 and 0 with 6 points and then Germany and Sweden each have 3, but for anybody that saw this game over the weekend, it was probably the best finish we've seen so far. As Germany scored a free kick with a man down in the 94th minute out of 5 extra added minutes to defeat Sweden. It was a perfectly executed free kick from the side. And on and that kick alone, it woke. They're awake now. I mean, I fear for, they're they're going to be strong now because they, they were they're, they're the number one team in the world. They're the they were the favorites to win the World Cup. And if they would have draw if they would have drew that game, they were, in my opinion, they were done. You know, because all Sweden would have needed to do was draw Mexico to, move on, and Germany would have needed. To win and have other things. I don't know. They would have, I think they would have been like mentally defeated also. But now they are probably the opposite of that now they are well awake now they play south korea tomorrow which should be a win for them so it's looking like to me germany and mexico are going to be the two teams coming out of that uh pool and then group g's got england belgium panama and tunisia what is that how you say it tunisia tunisia i'll never get that right they should just put a z in there but england and belgium are have both already advanced they play each other tomorrow i mean they play each other on thursday to see who wins the pool but they both are 2-0, and and both of them have had the top goal scorers in this tournament so far, Lukaku and uh, Harry Kane. I believe Harry Kane has five goals. or f- No, he's got four, I think. I think they both have four. Well, they well, they got six goals in one game. Yeah, they got England beat Panama 6-1, to and Belgium also won their game 5-2. to So, I mean, they've been scoring goals. So both those teams look pretty good. So yeah, it's we'll a cool see. matchup. They're yeah, that'll be a good matchup. Very close to each other. Just oh, they cross. have a lot of Premier League players on those teams also. Yeah. So they'll be a, a very familiar matchup for a lot of these guys. And then Group H has been – this is a good one. You got Japan, Senegal, Colombia, and Poland, with Poland already eliminated with zero points. But Japan, Senegal have four, and Colombia has three. 
<clears throat> and Colombia plays Senegal. But the thing is, is Colombia actually has a uh, the better the best goal difference in that group. Japan and Senegal each have one or plus one, and Colombia is plus two. So if Colombia can even just draw, that actually wouldn't help them. I don't know why I said that, but Colombia needs to win, and they probably will win. But again, crazier things have happened. Senegal's got a couple. Uh, they got some good goal scores on that team, so that'll actually be a good game. But it's looking like Japan's most likely in the driver's seat to sneak out of that uh, that tournament, assuming unless they get their asses kicked by Poland, which actually could happen. So that'll be one of those pools that have had that'll have three relevant teams going into the last day that a lot can happen with goal difference. And I found out that if you're tied on goals on goal differential, the way they do it next is yeah. by the friendly factor, which is whoever has had the least amount of yellow and red cards. Yeah, I saw that. It's crazy. So I guess like, a, yeah, which is ridiculous was to it, me. That was, it was Columbia was the team that uh, got that immediate red card, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, against Japan. So that, that, that could yeah, factor that, in. Yeah, you're right. It could. So this is why, this is what makes this stuff so exciting. You, you got to be nice out there, guys. You, you do got to be nice. <laughs> I wish the Warriors would lose the championship because Draymond Green had oh, too wow. many technicals. But uh, yeah. like I was saying, so they've already eight teams have already moved on to the round of 16 and they've already got those matchups. And I'll tell you what, they're going to be some good matchups. Croatia plays Denmark. So no matter what, we're going to see Croatia or Denmark in the quarterfinals. The way Croatia's playing, I can't see them losing to Denmark there. Yeah. I just really don't see them not advancing. They were even able to rest a couple superstar players today. So I see Croatia definitely moving on in that. And the other one's going to be Spain versus Russia. So that'll be a good oh. one because Spain, Spain's been playing, you know, pretty well. But, you know, Russia, maybe that home advantage helps them a little bit. We'll see. But I think that's going to probably. Everyone on Spain is going to get sick. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that'll probably be the end of Russia's run. But these the other two games so far on the other side are games to see. Uruguay versus Portugal, which honestly I couldn't even pick you a winner right now because Portugal's obviously got Ronaldo on it, but Uruguay's. In my, they're the better team, in my opinion. And then you've got France versus Argentina. That wow. That is going to be one hell of a game. That is going to be... And that's and see, and that's what happens when a, a good team like Argentina can't do what they were expected to do and win their pool, pl their pool group is they become the runner-up, so they play the winner of another one, and that's when you get matchups like France-Argentina. So that's going to be a, a really good matchup. And then the winner of that obviously gets to play Portugal-Uruguay. So it's going to be um, – those are going to be some – we already got some really good games set up in the in the uh, semifinals – or the quarterfinals, I mean, and the round of 16. But the uh, – and for those uh, people out there, that game is going to be – France and Argentina is going to be Saturday at 7 a.m. That's a game worth getting up for. And then Uruguay and Portugal will be playing at 11 that day. So uh, those are – those. that's going to be the day to watch your games. Sunday's games, you know, Spain, Russia, Croatia, Denmark – will be cool but nothing crazy but saturday's the day you want to go watch those games yeah we can actually see them they're not going to be 3 a.m this time so yeah they'll the, all the earliest any game will be from here on out it'll be 7 a.m and i imagine as it get, becomes less and less teams it'll start becoming like maybe 8 like 9 a.m and 11 or 8 a.m and 11 because they're going to want to make it so everybody's able to watch these but yeah i mean that's pretty much uh the World Cup update so far. You know, we've had some really good games, really good finishes. We've had some upsets. You know, we almost had a very big upset today that almost saw Argentina not move on, but as good teams do, they able to, they came through in the clutch. But uh, 
I'm excited. I, I'm on, with already some of these uh, round of 16 games that are already on the on the schedule. I I'm excited to see like when it comes to that because when it becomes single elimination, that's when you're going to actually start seeing some just you know more aggressive play, more uh, defensive play, and you're going to start seeing games going to overtime, possibly free kicks, and it'll be a uh, it'll definitely be an exciting uh, World Cup from here on out. And, uh, none of the uh, big teams have been eliminated yet. No. Was Poland probably the best I team would say, out? let's see, so far I would say, yeah, Poland, uh, let's see, there's, yeah, Poland for sure, uh, yeah, I mean, no one else has been officially eliminated, I mean, Colombia would be the biggest if they can't get a win on uh, tomorrow or Thursday, I mean, Thursday, but, or Friday, whenever they play, but they, they should be able to get out of that. England, Belgium, or yeah, moving on. Mexico. Well, I mean, Germany. I guess. I guess it's possible to lose to South Korea, but I don't. Yeah. See that happening. Nothing's done yet. I mean, Serbia could always beat Brazil. You never know. But it's looking that everything's going to end up going to plan, pretty much, except for yeah. I mean, and if that, if that's the case, if Poland ends up being the biggest team eliminated, then it's looking like all the main teams are. Yeah, we'll get going some really through. good I mean, quarterfinal. We don't really. I don't think there's any crazy upset team that's like a dark dark horse that's gone through that would be like a cinderella team i mean i guess the closest to that would be denmark and honestly probably russia but i don't think uh i mean if senegal can beat colombia like i said and they go through that would be a a dark horse there so uh we'll see it's definitely gonna be good knockout stages especially if all these elite teams do start coming in because it's stuff like the fact that germany will most likely be the runner-up yeah. So they're going to have to play a winner of a group, which, you know, I had it with me. I don't have it anymore of who that would be, but. Yeah, you don't want to see, like, Germany, Brazil in the round of 16, but it could happen, right? Yeah, actually, let me really quickly, actually, then. I can uh, find that out because I did just have uh, have so, that up. On how do they who, determine that, though? They just. They already know that, that you know, yeah, the winner of pool this plays the second of pool this. Yeah, and, I mean, you assume, I, I'm sure they assumed Germany was going to win that group. But uh, let me see here. It's looking like, let's see, Germany is in uh, Group F, and they're the runners-up. So I like how old-school Tony is with this yeah, paper. I am also struggling right now. <laughs> Got it down a, on a buck slip. I, I, I want to bring everything to the fans, you know. I want them to make sure they're getting yeah. the best information yeah. is to come here. To Tony's we, we assume none of you know how to look this up. I mean, we're yeah, obviously struggling. Yeah. We so, don't want you to have to look this up either. We yeah, want you yeah, yeah. to sit back in your car or wherever you may be listening because we're all safely. around the world. <laughs> so, I finally got it here for you, folks. There he is. The runner-up in Group F. So, F2 would play E1. I feel like I'm playing a board game here. <laughs> Suck my battleship, Tony. So, Germany, if they do get second place in this division, would play Brazil if Brazil oh. wins. Ooh, so, yes, yeah. Andy, you called it. We would get Germany-Brazil. And the, oh, it's just so beautiful. And the winner of that would play G1, which would be England or Belgium or Japan or Colombia. So it's like you get something like that gets a little lucky. But, yeah, yeah. this is just what's wild about all this is that we're getting Argentina-France in the first round, or, I mean, in the round of 16. We're most likely going to get Brazil versus Germany in the round of 16. It's just incredible. And all I've got to tell you already, if you're going to be putting future money – I would wait, and I would put it on a team that's on the right side of the bracket because this left side of the bracket has Portugal, it has France, it has Argentina, it has Brazil, it has Germany on it, and it also has 
uh, it's going to have either England or Belgium on it. So I would honestly, once you the round of 16 is complete and everybody like before Saturday by Friday afternoon before or be, or uh, Friday night early Saturday morning before the game start, I would go look at a bracket and try to pick a team on the right side because there's a good chance that a team on the right. Uh, I mean, you could find a good team on the right side that'll make a good run because it seems like the left side of this bracket is clearly uh, it's the stronger side. So all these guys are going to eliminate each other. Like we ain't going to see a Brazil Germany World Cup final. We're not going to see a Germany France. So, regardless of those games are going to be good. Wild World Cup. Yes, yes. Speaking of uh, wild, we had an NBA Minnesota draft, <laughs> which was wild. Some people chosen that maybe you didn't think would get chosen to this team. and uh, But we actually have our NBA expert in here with us. Andy yeah, Adrian Off-road. Off-road. Andy Off-road Wojcikowski. <laughs> so, Andy, what uh, – I know you're the big NBA guy, so what'd you think of that uh that draft this past uh, week? Yeah, it actually wasn't too surprising as far as where players went got drafted, but what teams ended up drafting them. I think that the big the big deal was Dallas moved up to get Luca. The uh Do you like that? I don't know if I like it. I'm not sold on Luca. I'll tell you what player. I don't like, personally. Is Trey Young to the Hawks? Yeah, so that's what the I, Hawks traded down because they love Trey Young. Yeah, and I just, I just feel, I, I, I mean, it's a good chance for him to get a lot of playing time and do a lot because that team is not good. But I just feel for him because it's gonna be, it's not like he gets to go in there and at least is teamed up with someone. Because honestly, Luca, I mean, if he ends up being pretty good, Dennis Smith Jr. had a fantastic rookie season. Dallas definitely has the makings of a team. Oh there. yeah, they're not, they're, they're like. I always say, like, there's some teams that are bad, and they're, like, Atlanta's bad, the Nets are bad, but then there's teams that are pretty good, like Dallas, that just had bad seasons. I mean, they're, are they're and they obviously can't compete in the West, also. Dallas didn't have a lot, but then when you, like, say, okay, you add this guy who could be ready to really contribute right away, because he was playing yeah. in a semi, then, or a professional league, but maybe the next, the next best league outside of the NBA, so he'd be ready to play, and then you, you still got... Dirk to give you a couple, you know, 12 minutes a game or whatever he's going to give you at this point. Yeah. They have cap space. They've still got Barnes, Matthews, Dennis Smith could take a, a jump. So uh, it, it's obvious why they moved up that they really, I mean, they, if they love the player, because I think they, they think they're ready to not just get back in the playoffs, but maybe, you know, higher yeah. seed next year. Um, and they, they need to do that for Dirk probably his last season, you would think. I think he's – yeah, he's got one or two more left. So. I know he signed something. I forget, though. But I, I, I think this is his last season, though. So, yeah, go out there and make that move. Um, I think then some people were disappointed. The Kings, they took Bagley instead of Luka here. Um, I'm fine with that. I think Bagley's going to be good right away. I think he's a better Julius Randle. And we talked about that last week. So, he's just going to be – he'll. He, I think he's the rookie of the year favorite, Bagley. So, I would, so honestly, I would bet on that right so now. So, I was – Actually, I did see the first uh, few picks of the draft, and I was very happy with the Kings getting Bagley because I was afraid. I just feel like the Kings just don't draft very well, and yeah. I was afraid they were going to get Luka with the second pick, and he would be a bust. Yeah, but I was happy they bust. got Bagley because yeah. that was smart of them. They realized they must have taken some convincing that, hey, he's arguably the best player in the draft, let alone the best player available now that Dayton. He was clearly DeAndre the most Ayton's productive gone. of any of the freshmen last year. And that team didn't 
where they lost in the lead eight, but like, and he was their best player. Um, so with the Hawks taking Trey Young first or fifth, that ruined the the Magic's plan. The Magic really wanted Trey Young, and they ended up with Mo Bamba. So now they have Biombo and Bamba on the same team. Huh. Yeah, Together. I mean that that team's a weird team. They have they wanted a point guard. They needed Trey Young because they have no guards really. Yeah. So now they have Gordon. They have Vucevic. They have Bamba. It's like they're that team's a mess. They, they're really like <laughs> it's kind of a secret. I don't think people realize because of how bad like Sacramento and Phoenix have been. Like, Phoenix Atlanta though, really bad. Phoenix had a good draft. I mean yeah. they got uh they got Bridges in a trade from uh so that was Philadelphia. Another big move. They they traded up, uh, swapped from the 16th to the 10th to get. Uh, Mikhail Bridges from Villanova, so it's just a guy who could play right away. Yeah, and then and then you have Aiton. If he and the thing is, you, got, you still got Devin Booker there. You've got other Jackson, the Dragon the Man, young guys that you hope Dragon eventually Bender. develop. But we'll see. I mean, uh, Phoenix is one of those teams where I mean, I'm sure they'll be bad again this year. But I mean, hope I think so they're the, a team that hopefully can be on the rise soon. I mean, you never know. Maybe they got their own little process going over thing. there very interesting thing that happened with that Phoenix trade to move up. They traded the rights to Miami's 2021 draft pick, which I think is all the way back from the Goran Dragic trade. And the speculation is that the NBA will eventually reverse their position on high schoolers in the draft. In the year that happens, they'll end up having the best people from the high school year and then also the best people from the previous year's high school year who had to go to college for a year. So it'll be like the best draft of all time. Hmm. So the ninth pick in that draft might be like the fourth pick in any other draft. Wow! So wow! We don't know that's gonna if that's gonna happen. Yeah, I'd actually like to see it the other way, like a like college where it's like if you go to college you gotta earn like well, like baseball where you if you go to college you have to stay in college, something like that. So I don't know what the NBA is going to do. I was actually they don't want high school people. I actually had a conversation like that kind of the other day because. I was saying how, like, uh, I guess, like, how LeBron James has said, like, one of his ultimate goals would be to be on the court at the same time as his son. I was thinking about yeah. that, and I was like, LeBron's probably got, what, five, six years left or so? And it's like his son's 13, but I, well, I mean, yeah. yeah, but I, his son's like 13 years old or 14 or whatever, but I thought about it, and I'm like, well, shit, by the time his son's in college, they might have a rule where it's like you have to be here two years or yeah. three years or whatever. I mean, I'd like to see, you know, something where you get, like, drafted into the or you can go play in the D League right away, and then you have to you can get drafted later or something. Because I don't know if I want high school guys in the draft again, because it was such a risk. Yeah. And it takes forever for those guys. Remember, like Jermaine O'Neal was on Portland for like three years before he was ever good with Indiana. It's like I don't want to go back to those days. So, uh, yeah. So let's get to the you know we've covered pretty much the big names that were in the draft but what about uh let's talk about our local teams exactly yeah. so you're a clippers fan i'm a lakers fan clippers you know they had the 12th and 13th pick what'd you think about it yeah so they ended up with the 11th and 13th pick because they had to make oh, that's right they made michael their... jordan uh blocked him i think he he came and told them hey we want to draft this guy unless you give us a little extra and we'll move down a spot and that's what happened and the Clippers took their guy, uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander of Kentucky. I think that's that was that was their target, and they're upset that Charlotte said they were going to take him. But in the end, they still got him. He's a six 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 point guard, um, not a horrible shooter, but not really a shooter. He's 
like a he's going to be a great defender. He's just long and knows how to knows how to disrupt. And now he's going to learn from maybe the most annoying defensive point guard in NBA history and Patrick Beverly. So <laughs> that'll be fun. Uh, then with their next pick, the 13th, they got they, another guard, huh? They took another guard. Some people consider it a reach. Some uh, like analysts said that this guy was like a second round okay. prospect. So I just want to say really quick, because when the Clippers drafted, Michael Porter was still on the board. Were you thinking or hoping they would maybe get him? Yes. So so when I think after the tenth pick, and yeah, Charlotte was up next, and it's like, okay, so the other Bridges, Miles, who that's who Charlotte took at twelve, that's from Michigan State. He was still on the board. Uh, Shea was still on the board. Porter was still on the board. It's like we're gonna get two out of those three guys. That's gonna be great. And so then you know we get go the first one goes we get Shea and then Charlotte takes Bridges and I wanted I would have preferred Shea and Bridges but then it's like you have to take Porter here yeah if you don't know the story about Michael Porter he was the top high school player last year uh coming into the class but he missed most of the year with a hurt back and no one really knows how bad it is um some people say his back he had the same procedure as Tiger Woods so you've seen what yeah, obviously Woods, they must have seen enough to not risk right. it. So I mean, and he—if you watch his highlights, he looks incredible. He is—he is a legit six eleven. He's way more built than Kevin Durant is now, and he's only nineteen. So I think that's the kind of the comp, the comp for him is he's this you know huge guy with guard skills. But I don't know—he looks—he looks like he could be great um, if he just you know figures out the NBA game. But if he's hurt, I mean. That, I don't know. If he only has, like, six years in the NBA, do you just even take the risk? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess Denver is. I mean, I actually kind of – I actually like him on Denver because Denver is one of those teams that they're, they have a good team, but it's because they have a bunch of, like, just solid players that play together. Like, they don't have a guy that's going to go out there and shoot, like, 25 shots yeah, a night I mean, and average – Murray and Harris is 20, a good backcourt. You know, and average, like, 28 points. Like, they've got, like, guys that, like, one night it could be Harris, one night it could be Will Barton even, one night it's – Who's their big guy down low? Jokic. Jokic. So, I mean, and now who knows? Now maybe one night it can be Still Porter. Still got Millsap on that team. Yeah, Millsap. I mean, honestly, that Denver team, that it's a team that's not getting talked about that. They're a solid team. They really yeah, are. They're I a think, well-rounded uh, team. Even before this pick, I think they would be uh, projected to make it in the playoffs. Yeah, no, I, I like that Denver team a lot. They're a very – and they're one of those teams that, like Utah, they're the altitude teams that it's very that tough to beat them advantage. at home. So, if they're one of those teams that if they could sneak into the playoffs as a, with a good seed, that it's – Tough to win there, and that there and those altitude uh, towns for whatever reason, Utah, Colorado, they love their sports also. Yeah. So they're always bringing a loud crowd. On top of the fact that you get to play in the out that you have to play in the altitude, so yeah, that's definitely going to be a uh, a good uh, good little team this year if they can stay healthy. But uh, back to the the Clippers who did not take Porter with the 13th pick, they took. Jerome Robinson. And they out of obviously, I feel like they must have had a plan all along with drafting these guards because what happened today, Andy? Yeah, they traded uh, Austin Rivers, who who opted in, I think, the day before the draft, opted into his contract for twelve million or something, and didn't didn't deter the Clippers. They, you know, they knew what they they wanted to have a backcourt now, in the future. Is there a reason you think they did this? Like, is there anything about him? Because I know I feel like sometimes Austin Rivers can have like attitude things, and then I know. There was people before that would say how Chris Paul didn't really care for him too much, and it was like, you know, it was just like Coach's son and how it seemed like maybe he'd get certain treatment sometimes. Like, do you think he was I, just I maybe like a sore in the locker room and stuff? And No, I, th- I think he 
I don't know if he's super well liked, but I think he isn't like hated. I think it was Chris well, Paul had issues. The interesting him. thing though is he's gonna go to he's gonna come off the bench in Washington. I yeah, mean, you've I mean, got clearly. Bradley Beal and John Wall. Yeah. Which I mean, maybe that's better for him, you know. Maybe Although he'll maybe, come off the bench and it'll be Maybe there's another trade happening. Yeah, you never know. But I mean Gortat's a solid uh solid uh center there or whatnot. Yeah, no, it's it's a fine trade trading from a position of depth. Um, getting back a guy who can at least play, you know, a Gortat's at the end of his career. Yeah. But it was basically almost a dead even like trade salary wise. They're both they both have one year left and it's around twelve million. And Washington's been looking to move Gortat. Uh, I think they just wanted to dump his salary, but so I don't know. Maybe they're gonna move on from Rivers too, try to flip him for something, cut yeah. salary. Yeah, um, I but, but one of the reasons the Clippers needed to go and get a guy like Gortat is uh, DeAndre Jordan is a potential free agent. Um, he could opt out of his deal, um, but the rumor is he's going to do what Chris Paul did last year and opt in and force a trade. Hmm. Which that works out. I mean, I I don't want to see DJ go. I want yeah. he's been with the Clippers for longer than basically anyone in their franchise history. He's it's definitely kind of a big. I think he is their their franchise leader in games played now. He's definitely a big fan favorite, also. Yeah. So I mean, I I'd love to see that statue out there with you know DJ and Kobe, just equal <laughs> legends. Oh, Andy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it doesn't look like that's gonna happen. That uh, DeAndre might finally find his way over to Dallas. If, give us Luca. <laughs> Is that your plea? Yeah. <laughs> or else what? Yeah, we'll take Dirk. It. The Cuban would say no. Uh, I hope probably. to God they don't take Harrison Barnes back. I that guess we'll be, see. That's that be the uh, really exciting stuff of all this. This is going to be an exciting summer of free agency and who goes here, who goes where. Yeah. I mean, it's going to. The Lakers, uh, Magic Johnson said if they don't sign any free agency, he's going to resign. I think that's also like BS. They know, because they know Paul George is coming. Yeah, right? they know something's coming. That's just him being like, I'm promising you guys, if I can't get anyone here, I'm leaving. You see all those billboards for Paul yeah, George? Yeah, some. Oh, uh, God, that's embarrassing. 40 some, of them? Yeah, some lawyer. That's insane. Season ticket holder. And the, their, their pitch to him leaked. And there's like a joke, of, like, there's some note in there, like, read it less like, like, they had like a voiceover for a video they're going to make. And it was like, read this less like Denzel and more like Jamie Foxx. Yeah. <laughs> that was the note. <laughs> And it was so embarrassing. Just like, hey, you've been, you've been living, you lived in LA your whole life, and now you could be a legend. And it's just like, it's so like they treat like Paul George is fine. You know, I don't like him. We've talked about this many times. I don't like him. But they're they're treating it like he's going to be a legend in LA if he signs. Like, no, he's going to be way down. He's going to be like more. Well, he's going to be closer to Mitch Richmond as a Laker than Kobe. Okay, how, you think they're going to appeal to him saying, hey, you want to be the next Mitch Richmond? <laughs> That's not how you get them, man. You got you got to woo them. Yeah, it was like the the Clippers thing last year where they they're like Martin Luther King, Gandhi, Blake Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> that was from Entourage. <laughs> that, that's how they pitched it to Blake Griffin. Like you could be a legend like yeah, them. McDonald's, <laughs> Microsoft, Vincent Chase. <laughs> and then they traded him. <laughs> well, and Le- I like LeBron this year. Said, "Don't give me any of that shit." Mm-hmm. Like I, I know I'm in what, what factors I'm gonna you know take into account when I'm making my decision. I don't need this. Yeah, if his kid's gonna be going to Sage Hill or yeah. not. So. Well, we'll see. Like I said, it's gonna it be a very exciting. in six days. Yep. Next, Woo-woo. starting next week. The thing is, start getting exciting. What's stupid about the NBA is that at this point, I think people already know where they're going. They're not allowed to be having meetings and that kind of stuff. But 
Like Chris Paul demanded that, or they forced that Chris Paul trade before free agency started, which means he was already talking to Houston about being with them before. So it's like they don't give a shit about this. Like, you have to wait until July 1st to sign contract. You have to wait until July 1st to meet with teams. Teams are already, like, pulling the shit, so. Yeah. Like, Paul George already knows where he's going. Yep. It's just we don't. Well, I mean, I think that pretty much covers our uh, basketball news. Is there anything else out there? Yeah, there's I think you a, wanted a, one little NFL story, there's right? There's a story that reminds us of uh, things we talk about in the entertainment podcasts. But uh, uh, there was a body found at the home of the Giants cornerback uh, Janoris Jenkins. Janoris. Uh, used to the, play for the Rams. And it wasn't his body. Nope. No. Janoris was out of town. Out of town. Yeah. What a quote, convenient quote, time unquote. to go out of town, huh? So, uh, Janoris. They, they identified uh, who, who this person is. It's uh, a friend, a 25-year-old, a friend of, of Jenkins uh, who is staying at his house. Um, I'm going to guess what happened is Janoris Jenkins is on vacation and posted something on Facebook and people yeah. – it's, it's a classic thing. People – Yeah. some criminal knows, oh, this guy's on vacation. I'm going to go to his house and – that was a movie, um, like a jewelry ring, like Paris Hilton and shit would get thousands of dollars of oh, shit yeah, stolen like movie, in yeah. the early 2000s because yeah. of social media. Yeah, because people would go rob them or whatever. Yeah, yeah so I think uh, that's that's what I'm going to guess. They, they have no uh, – there's not a lot of information. They said they are treating this as a homicide. So they have, they didn't said how he died. So, But, that, I mean, that, that's just speculation on my part, but that's – I wouldn't be surprised to see that's what – that's the case here is that this was a didn't have ADT or anything yeah. robbery gone wrong so that's wow. sad yeah, yeah I saw it. that I didn't get a chance to read it it is crazy it. how often that happens though where people will find out where somebody lives and it's like oh he's out of town well I mean that even just happened with uh, Kardashians they saw all that those jewelries and uh, jewels and rings on her they stole that like multi-million dollar diamond ring from her fucking uh, hotel in Paris yeah. like five years ago or something and athletes are targets for these kind of things, um, kinds of things. Um, I think that Sean Taylor, that that was a decade ago, was a player on the Redskins, was uh, killed in his home. That was really sad. He was like, he was going to be, oh, yeah. might have been like a Hall of Fame type player. Uh, Sean Taylor? Was, yeah. Yeah, no, he was a nasty, nasty safety. He was really, really good. That really was a bummer for him. But there's, so shitty, people just, there's like, shitty people out there. Don't be assholes, yeah. people. Be nice. Like to I know one athletes, another. they Don't have a rob. lot of money, and I I am jealous of them sometimes. But Andy, you know yeah. what? Where were you? <laughs> this is in I assume New York. Um, yeah, I didn't see you the other day. So I wasn't in New York at all. Prove um, it. It was in New Jersey. Same thing. Yeah. Even worse. Wow. Well, you got, got any it. more, Andy? I've got to leave you with the yeah, sadness. Yeah, we got to leave you with the. I'm sorry, but we'll stay tuned for the entertainment podcast. Yes. We'll yeah, we'll have, we'll get some we'll have some good entertainment coming up. Yeah, and by the time you hear us next, we'll uh, already have some more teams that we'll have some teams actually eliminated from the yeah. the elimination rounds and stuff. And the World Cup will really, really be brewing next by the time we speak yeah, next. Next week's podcast, we get, we might already know where LeBron is. Yeah, exactly. We'll have some teams knocked out of the World Cup. It's going to be it's gonna be a lot. So It'll we're planning exciting. for a three-hour podcast. Woo. So just get ready. It's going to be a marathon podcast. Yeah, spoiler alert now. 
Yeah. Whatever. Everyone has uh, Wednesday off, so they'll listen on the fourth. That is true. Wow. All right. Well, you've been in- enjoying our sports podcast. Make sure you subscribe, tell your friends, share, rate us five stars, please. Check out our entertainment pod. I am Sean. Join with me as always. We've got Off Road Andy. What? I'm so lost. It sounds like an intro again. I was saying, as always, we had Off Road. Okay, this is a sign out. I, I Bye, that, Andy and I literally Tony. thought that we start yeah. the next show. All righty. Good. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Jesus, Andy.